Are you ready to hack your time? I'm Vicky and I am obsessed with course correcting everything that you've been taught about how to use your time because I know that you can create more success while having more fun and taking more rest. I went from doing all the things, working 80 hour weeks to creating a 15 hour work week. Listen and learn how to hack your time never have to say that you don't have time ever again. You too will learn how to accelerate without doing more today. Hello, hello, lovely people. I have a very special returning guest today, Miss Maisie Hill, and um, she's coming on today to talk about her 15-hour work week and how she's created it in like seven weeks <laughs> while um why yeah why you so you guys heard from her last time as a time hacker and everything that she got through that program and I decided to bring her on now actually at her brilliant suggestion which is we can like wait till the end of the program or we can speak to her right now when she's like in the magic of the moment, in all the learnings, in the application, in her own brain changes and our hearts and shifting relationship with time and work and the hours and all of this stuff. So welcome, Easy. Thanks for having me. Um, I'm excited. I just feel very excited about, you know, I've, I'm in the 15 hour work week mm-hmm. now, like that's just now how I'm doing things. So it's really great to have this opportunity to reflect on how that's happened, how quickly it's happened Mm -hmm. and what's enabled me to do it. Because I think if we did leave it to the end of the program, it would be like so normal to me now. And so although it feels like it's a done deal, it's normal now moving forwards, I think what we'll be able to capture today is different to Mm-hmm. If we'd done it in six months time and we were looking back on things yeah and so even what we saw so you just in your second week of working 15 hours or less and even what we saw in the group I think what we can speak about is like your first week going for it versus yeah. the second week and the shift so what what were a lot <clears throat> of your thoughts decisions fears doubts like let's even go before Let's even start before joining the mastermind because you you didn't, you know, apply day one. In fact, you know, you weren't you weren't a hundred percent sure that this was even what you wanted. So what drove you ultimately to be like, oh, this is what I want? Well, obviously I was in time hackers and you know getting all the results from you know just from that program alone was like already um experienced such significant such significant change and then you know when you started talking about the 15 hour work week I was like yeah that sounds great I don't know how the fuck that would ever be possible for me but like good on you Vicky for like pioneering this (laughs) like I'm rooting for you and it's definitely not for me um and I think it was one of those examples of like I'm making myself really special you know like oh I'm an author oh I do this oh I do that so like it's okay for all the other people like I don't know who these people were that I had in my mind (laughs) yeah 
but it's been really interesting even since signing up that people uh, do the same for me they're like oh and I think that's a really common reaction oh well it's okay for you there's something special about you or there's something special about me that means you can do it and I can't so it's been like really fascinating to see that from both perspectives um but I realized that for me so much and this is like very classic Maisie Hill everyone (laughs) welcome (laughs) welcome to my brain (laughs) very classic me to be in um like fear of what other people would think Mm -hmm. and basically like there was this exercise that I took my community I have a membership and I took my community through this exercise at the start of the year it was just like reflective questions and I was doing it for myself as I was you know giving them the questions as well so ask a question take a few minutes to answer it and journal on it and I was writing down like my three goals for the year and I had a revenue goal and I was like oh fully in on that revenue goal like that's really exciting and that was like really big for me to step into that and kind of really own that especially kind of publicly so like great and then the second one was like the number of members that I wanted to bring into the membership Mm -hmm. like it's gonna be so amazing it's gonna be so great for everyone amazing and then the third one I wanted to write down a 15-hour work week because you'd planted that seed, obviously, Mm -hmm. and I wanted to write it down and I negotiated with myself in the moment and wrote 20 hours. I was like, oh, of all the goals, this is the one where the growth is. So then I was looking at like, well, why was I negotiating the time like that? And what I realised was I was thinking about the end of the year and saying, This is the amount of money that my company made this year. This is the number of members we are now serving and helping. And I only did it working 15 hours. And like, that was the point for me where I was like, oh, that feels so uncomfortable because of all the narratives and socialization we have around, you know, success is okay if you've worked hard to get get it success is okay making money is okay if you have worked x number of hours and like you know all of these things so it was just I had to really confront that in that moment I was like okay well now I know this what am I gonna do and it's that thing once you have a realization or at least it's this way for me I can't unknow it and I kind of Mm. I feel like I'm I'd go as strong as like betraying myself if I've realized this is something I want and it's uncomfortable for me you know to then just kind of put that away in a box and try and forget about it like I'm just not someone who can do that so I was like okay I need to have a conversation with Vicky (laughs) and talk about this so then we spoke about it and basically (coughs) excuse me Basically, in that conversation, what you helped me to realize was that I was making choices for my life based on my perceived thoughts about people that might not even like me, right? (laughs) Rather than making choices on, and you know, ultimately it's my thoughts about me, but you know, basically 
why wasn't I stepping into leadership for my community and for my people because it's so related to all the work that I do with them yeah and you know why you know it's just the brain's tendency to focus on the negative things and like oh, people are going to have a problem with this people are going to say this they'll think that and I was just trying to manage all of that and I was like why on earth with something that's such a has so much influence over everything in my life am I going to make a choice based on like the opinion or the perceived opinions of the worst people in my life yeah. rather than the best people because I know like all of my clients would be rooting for me and wanting this and like yes please do that for yourself because we know that we're going to experience the benefit of that as well so you know I just got so much out of that conversation with you um and you just said something to me that really stuck with me it's like you don't have to know how you're going to do this you just have to have the desire there and if the desire is there then we we can do it and I was like okay well I have that so let's do it Yes, I remember those two things. And also with the first one, it really is like, are we allowed to do this? Is it okay? And I think the big thing for you as a leader of a community, as someone um, that has creates IP and creates like game changing content in the world and all of this stuff. The one thing that I noticed when people were applying and coming into the community is these amazing leaders coming in still subconsciously following time yes. rules like working longer makes me worthy it's like yeah. what if that's not true and and for you in particular and the work you do I think when we break away from this narrative and we set this example I think it massively impacts um people experiencing the cycle and people experiencing perimenopause and all of these things when we stop thinking that to be successful we have to work a 40 30 or even 20 hour week but we really allow ourselves to remove our building away from the hours that we're doing which is what we're doing in this mastermind we like literally open up so much opportunity to so many people that are looking at the current way of doing things and think and self-removing like I can't work that way so I won't do something and I think that's um I think when you started to see it like that like oh I get to be an example for other people um much like you said I was for you it's yeah. like imagine the more people we have speaking about this the more people that are like oh wait this is an option and that's like the first step to create yeah. And it was really funny, quite early on in the mastermind, I spoke to a friend of mine who I haven't spoken to in, in years. We kind of catch up every two years on what's been happening in life. So I was filling him in on like my company's growth and everything I've been up to and, and all of those things. And he has his own company that's grown exponentially as well. Um, a very different industry. And he was just talking about, well, oh, but you know how it is, Maisie, you know, when you have all this growth, it's just there's more stuff that you have to do and, you, have, you know, da, 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 da. And I was like, no. And he was like, what? I said, that's not my experience. That's not how I'm setting things up. I'm setting my business up so that I do less and less and that I build a team who are empowered and, like, they, they're able to do things and there isn't this reliance on me. And he he was it's just his mind was just blown on the other end of the phone I said yeah I'm I'm 
after I finish chatting with you, I'm going to go home and like make a chili. And it was like, a, I don't know, a Tuesday afternoon. And, just... <laughs> and like to be able to give him that. Yeah. As like just this, this is an example of something that could be possible for you. Mm-hmm. I just think that's just so powerful to offer to someone else. Yes, I do. I completely agree with you. And it's like this whole new way of working. I do think more there's more conversation around this and it's growing exponentially as well. So amazing. And the second thing that you said, which is really important, which I want to touch on, because I think it's part of the reason why you've accelerated and we'll speak more about that as well, is like the only thing that you need is the desire to create it. Yeah. You really took that on and implemented and led with that. So explain a little bit more about well, I think it just, when you said that, I was like, it was like someone that you, well, I mean, you are someone I respect a lot and I trust you and I know that you've done this for yourself. So I was like, okay, well, clearly it is possible. There's a way to do it. And when you said you don't need to know how, you just need to want it. I was like, okay. And I just accepted that as fact. Like, that is the truth. And it meant I started the mastermind off not needing to focus on how at all. Like, I didn't need to. I just didn't. I didn't spend any time thinking about how. Mm-hmm. I just participated, came to the calls, absorbed the coaching. I think I probably got coached at some point as well. I don't even really know if I did, but I was just like, you know, receiving the coaching through other people. And then all of a sudden I was like, oh, it's my son's half term, like his week off scores coming up. Mm-hmm. And it was the point in my cycle where, I, you know, I like to work less anyway. So I just thought, why am I waiting for Vicky to tell me, okay, now's the time when you start your 15 hour work week. And I just realized that's what I was waiting for was like someone to tell me now is when you should do it. So why am I waiting on anyone to do this? Yeah. (laughs) So it's like, okay, I'm going to do it next week. And I didn't think about how at all. I just knew, well, I just decided this is the week to give it a go, to go for it. Yes. And I still wasn't thinking about how. And I wasn't kind of writing down what I was going to do that week and calculating the time or anything like that. I just, I think because you'd implanted that, you just have to want it. And I was just like, well, it's just going to happen. I'm just going to do a 15-hour work week. Mm -hmm. But then we have our calls on Mondays. Mm -hmm. And I just noticed on the Monday, I like switched into something else which was much more, well, how am I going to do this now? Because it's Monday, so I've started and I've got my call and I've told people, I've told Vicky that I'm doing this. So I felt like I needed to have a plan of some kind. And that's what we realised, you know, when you were coaching me on the call, I was like, oh, I've just slipped into like student mode. Mm -hmm. And like there's... I need to be here prepared with all my papers lined up and look at my calendar, everyone. I'm ready to go. I was like, what? So, you know, you encouraged me to just drop that. I was like, yeah. So then I just moved into, 
yeah, I don't need to keep track. And I had a kind of, at the end of the week, I had a rough idea of the mm-hmm. time. Um, but it was purely because I was like, oh, well, I had, I was with Nelson, my son on this day and I did that. So I just had that sense. And it was like, I think like roughly like 16 hours mm-hmm. that week. But it was very different then to the next week where I was like, oh, I'm going to do less than 15 because mm-hmm. I always knew coming into the mastermind that it would be the 15 hour work week, but it, I would also want to consider my cycle because there's definitely weeks where I want to do more and mm-hmm. kind of I want to lean into that. And then there's weeks where I want to lean out and, and do even less. Yes. And yeah, so then last week, I don't know, 10, 12 hours, something like that. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And that's it. Like, because I mean, you know, from me being pregnant and some weeks have been five hours and all this stuff, it's like, it's not about when when we come into it with what we call in the program, the 40 hour mindset, we think about like planning it out and, you know, optimizing every hour and all like all these rules still, we're using the old way of doing things to create this new way of working. But when really it's about fully letting go of the old rules and the old structures and the old tools and really leaning into exactly like what you're saying you're doing with your cycle which is like actually I'm going to optimize this for me I'm going to take full responsibility for how I work and what I create and I'm going to trust that everything is going to get done not just as well but even better like how is this going to be even better for me my work my relationships all of this stuff so how would you say that has um shown up like how would you say you've shown up to work or creatively or openness like I know you've been doing some hiring like all of these like expansive things um as you've stepped out of like the 40-hour mindset let's say Mm. it's a good question it's um something that has really helped me is to just stop calendaring things I just have which is the opposite, right? I thought like, oh, I'm going to have it all blocked out. I'm going to have this in place. And, you know, I have the regular calls that I do booked mm-hmm. in. And, you know, when I go on a podcast or something like that, but I don't calendar anything else. And, oh, now I'm remembering something that was really impactful. Uh, something that really shifted for me. And this was like just before I started and did the first 15 hour work week was we're in the midst of moving my membership platform. Mm-hmm. So there's like this kind of longish list of all the kind of remaining bits and pieces that need to be done, bits of content, da, 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 da. And I was thinking about, oh, I've got all these things to do. And that's how I was approaching that week. Like, oh, I've got this long list of stuff to do. And then through answering the questions that you give to us every week, I was like, oh, actually, this is one result that I need to do. It's not all of the things. It's one thing. It's one result. So since then, what I've been doing is just thinking, well, what is the result I want to create this week? And getting less involved in the how and the process and just staying focused on that and really thinking about what is essential, what Mm. is important, because... I'll be honest, usually the things that I quote unquote waste my time with 
are the things that are unimportant. But I can tell myself, oh, I'm doing things. So it's like I get to kind of give myself a, a little gold star. Look at you. Like you're doing all these things, but like you're doing all these things and avoiding the thing that needs to get done and that is going to make a difference. So it's it's meant I've needed to really look at that and to be self-responsible and to be honest with myself about what's going on. Yes. And I think this is a really common thing. I know I was doing this for the longest time and it's, it is how we're trained to think that like busy is good, busy is productive as long as you are doing something. There is, especially in the world now, like I think it's so easy to be busy. But when you are deciding ahead of time the result you want to create, that acts as a decision filter. So if you decide that you want to, you know, finish the new membership site that you are building and you find yourself like, you know, creating a new workshop or whatever it is, it's like when that result is in front of you, it's very obvious that that isn't what needs to be done this week. Whereas maybe it is something that does need to be done in the, mo- in the month, for example. Yes. And I think it really is about like streamlining how we show up and understanding what, what I've just heard from you explain really well, which is we can buffer away from the work with other work and societally and conversationally, like a lot of people will be like, oh yeah, but it's great that you got this, this and this done. But it's like, is it? Like what what you were avoiding is still not done and you still feel uncomfortable around it and you're still not going to want to do it. And what were the results that you actually created with what you did? And it's that shift from like result focus away from to-do focus. Yeah, yeah, it is huge. And and I think also I'm just kind of, as I'm listening to you say that, I'm thinking about the variety of things that I have had on like since the mastermind started, like moving membership platform, preparing for a launch, going through master coach training. There's probably other things that I'm just forgetting about as well. Like, oh, my cards are about to go out into the world as well. Like the illustrated version of my first book. Like, you know, there's all these bits and pieces going. And as I think about the start of this conversation, I was thinking those are the things that would prevent me from having a 15 hour work week, like doing these different things means, you know, I think there's that tendency, isn't there? We like, oh, well, next year I'll be in a better place. Like I'll be doing less. My life will be more streamlined. Like that's the time when I'll be able to implement a 15 hour work week. Like my situation will be different. Yeah. And that's just never going to happen. So it's like, well, actually, that's like the perfect time. And it's like other people in the mastermind have had things come up, changes to their life. It is actually really perfect to have these different things going on and to make the decision to implement it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. And what would you say your experience has been in the mastermind, like with the people and being in like a group to do this kind of work? Oh, I think it's really important because, you know, when we're thinking about we are all doing something different here and, you know, doing something different and doing it on your own versus doing it, doing something different and being in a group of people who are all working towards the same thing, who are all facing, you know, we've all got very different lives, but we're like the commonalities there of 
uh, the things that could get in the way, the things that we need to address is really important because, yeah, we're we're kind of sticking our neck up above the crowd. Like, yeah, we're doing things differently over here. So when there's a group of other people who have also got their head up, you know, green, like, yep, I'm doing it too. And we're all kind of looking to each other, um, which is really helpful, really powerful. Mm-hmm. And what do you think about, like, I would say this is the most minimalist program I've done in terms of like, you don't have lots of content to watch, you don't have any content to watch. Um, it really is centered around like, you know, micro teaching each week and, and a lot of coaching and simple repetitive questions. What's been your experience of doing that? Well, it's a real time saver. <laughs> that's the thing I think once you enter this mentality it's like well why do I want to spend my time watching videos and that's not to say that in some situations they're useful and they're helpful but I think I'm not really someone who like I I already know I don't need to watch everything or do everything in order to tick something off like Mm -hmm. I don't subscribe to that at all and that's something I really know from being in time hackers as well Mm -hmm. um so I think it's just it's a it's a helpful way of doing things mm-hmm. because I think it's also well it's very congruent right with your business values with your values with the values of the mastermind and what the whole point of it is it would be a bit contradictory if you were like 15 hour work week and you need to spend 11 hours every week going through this like it just wouldn't make any sense (laughs) right but I think it really speaks to what you are well I presume you are wanting the mastermind to do for us in terms of it is that self-leadership and that self-responsibility and the idea that we don't need a lot in order to create a certain result in our life we can just make the decision do it and just get on with it (laughs) yeah exactly I love how you phrase it right there it's like it's like the opposite of I mean how I was taught definitely in school which is like more information is better more knowledge is power more time studying is better and it's like no no no. if we just want the result what's the least we can do to create that result and what's the advantage what do we gain by doing the least in pursuit of a result what does that leave us free for in terms of like you said making chili on an afternoon and having a day with your son like all of those things but also creatively um yeah 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 I mean it's amazing you know just get to go for more walks and I get to have like think of uh things differently you know because I'm not like oh I've got an hour in my studio at my desk that's free time it's like oh I've got hours I can go for a walk I can call someone and talk something through you know and I can think creatively I can not even like doing that necessarily on purpose it's not like I'm going to be like oh well I'm going to go for a walk now and this is my time to come up with intellectual property and concepts to teach people it's not that it is just like I'm going to go for a walk and enjoy my walk and then in the process of that like something will pop into my head 
when that happens, I would say like, I'm really able to still honour the walk because I can just make a quick note on my phone of the idea because I'm not like, I've had this idea. Now I need to use the time I've got in order to like transform that into something that's tangible and usable and there isn't that rush to do it. And like, oh, I've had this idea. I'm going to make a note of it and I'm just going to let it percolate and kind of give it the space to develop and grow without this kind of pressure of time yeah and as you were speaking what I was hearing as well is like what it allows you to do is remove that I need to from the conversation I need to do this in this hour I need to get outside in my 10 minute break I need to write this idea now otherwise I can't go with it I need to like use this one hour that I've put aside and it really allows you to be like to have that true spaciousness that allows you to lean into actually what what do I feel like is new not nutritious what's the word is nourishing right now yeah um and lead with like your actual desire for what you want in the moment because I know you're not planning out all of your time outside your work and accounting for it just like you're not planning out perfectly all of your time in work and accounting for it yeah exactly and it is um it has made a massive difference in in my life in other ways as well and I think I was cracking up this morning I was like oh it's perfect that we're recording today and I can tell you about this (laughs) so I there are things that I can be like forgetful with like appointments and and that kind of thing is just it's, it's not my it's not my strength right and today uh my partner Paul was talking to me about um extended day which is basically our son goes to school and he can do an after school club extended day and he usually does like a couple of those a week so that we can do a full day of work and today Paul was like oh so what what days is he booked in for this week and I was like oh I haven't I've forgotten to book him in for anything right because this is typically what would happen in the past right you meant to book them in by Friday and then Monday I'm suddenly like shit (laughs) like we've got we've both got all this work to do I haven't booked him in and so my like my kind of muscle memory of that my cognitive memory of that was like oh bollocks I forgot (laughs) to do that again I'm gonna have to speak to reception and like get them getting booked in and it was like a full half an hour before I realized no, I didn't forget. Last week, I just looked at my calendar and saw all the space and was like, I don't need to put him in for after school. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but I'm just so used to thinking, oh, I just, it's the thing that I forget to do. And like, you know, just, just make operating from the place of assuming that we need more time. Yes. Whereas now it's a conversation of, you know, do you want to do after school club? Like, and I know like there's some days that certain kids go and he really likes being able to hang out with them. And, you know, there will also be points in my cycle, for example, where I would prefer more alone time. And Mm -hmm. I think this has been something that I've, you know, needed to look at and will continue to, I'd say, I think this is still where my growth is, is in not using my work as an excuse for me to be alone. Mm -hmm. 
So I love time on my own. I love time in my own head, particularly at certain points in my cycle. And you, know, I think I shared before on here, I'm autistic. So there's sensory sensitivities, um, which, by the way, the less I do, the less intense they are and the more regulated I am. But it, when you don't have work as the fallback like excuse it means being upfront with people around you and saying that I just want some time on my own yeah instead of well I need to get into the studio you know to do this and to do that and I'd be doing those things but really I'm you know I've consciously or unconsciously constructed things so that I get to use work as the reason for why I don't want to be with my family yes no it's a huge thing and I, I don't know if you know this but someone said it to me what about being pregnant and taking maternity leave and all of this stuff and my, my own 15 hour week so this is a while ago and they said yeah but you might find that you don't want to always be with the baby I was like my options aren't only be with the baby or work <laughs> like what is that narrative like, and I think that you sharing here and in the community and I know we've spoken about it the discomfort of like being able to say I want some of my time for me is yeah. is hugely pioneering and hugely important and unfortunately I think many women mothers business owners working parents generally um like the narrative is still not celebrating that as much as we will be I know we will be in a matter of years and this is I think for each of you in the group I see all the different ways each of you are pioneering parts of what you're learning and like leading with yeah. it and I think for you this is like a huge thing um especially because of the work you do in the community you build of like why is this not part of the conversation that yeah it's possible to also have time for yourself yeah and not as a what I see in my clients and certainly me in the past is the it's that you need to reach breaking point in order to ask that mm -hmm. yeah. right and and for it to be like still like getting scraps yeah. I'll just take the scraps yeah. you know like when I speak to my clients about it and they're, they're like well I just really need time alone like how much time oh just like 10 minutes I'm like yeah. really yeah. Like, is that what you need? Is that what you want? And they're like, well, um, you know, and it's just like, well, what would you take? What would you go for if if there was no consequence, if you could go with anything? They're like, oh, a day. Yeah. Like, yes. OK, you know, like, look at the level of negotiation that's happening yeah. to go from, well, I take a day, but, you know, 10 minutes, if I can just take 10 minutes. And that's what I mean. And I'll, feel, just... and I'll feel guilty the whole 10 minutes, by the way. Oh, yeah. Yeah. That's just so common. Yeah. So yeah, there's there's so much work to do here and it's just interesting how you know it's it's acceptable for like for example, if I think about weekends, like my other half is he's so social. Mm -hmm. Like he like can connect with anyone, like it literally we live in a small town and it can take him an hour and a half to do a like twenty minute walk because he's always people stop him and he's chatting and like and all of these things and like I'm the complete opposite right so so for him at the weekend like he 
will want to like meet someone for a coffee, go for a walk, or maybe he's DJing or there'll be things happening. And for me, like, sometimes I want to do that. But more often, it's like I want to go for a walk on my own or I want to go for lunch on my own. Mm-hmm. But somehow in my brain, in society, it's socially acceptable, uh, like when you're a parent, even if you're not a parent, to do it if it's like for someone else, like it's for the purpose of connecting with someone else versus just the purpose of connecting with yourself. So that's interesting. I think I'm kind of in the process of unwinding that at the moment. Yeah. And that's, I think, the beauty of doing this work is seeing the stories that we don't even realize. A, we're practicing and acting out and B, are optional. It's like, wait, it doesn't have to be true that it's only okay to do something if there's someone else there. In fact, how is the opposite true? And even for your people, it's like the narrative is still that 10 minutes or that day is taking away. It's taking away from work, Mm. taking away from family instead of the reality, which is how do you show up when you've been able to like nourish yourself? Um, And I just think it's unlearning the idea that our time best spent or the best thing we can do is give our time to everyone else. Um, into our responsibilities and all of that stuff and start thinking like what happens if we I mean we hear all about this like fill your own cup first I feel like there's so many like nice sayings around it which only go on to make us feel worse when we're not doing it um and also I think it's like it's just the assumption that taking care of ourselves is all about the uh relationships we have to other people yes it's like it's like oh yeah i'm gonna top yourself up first but that's always with the premise of then you're gonna give to someone else yes rather than like and and that can be like a a helpful way sometimes like of 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 treating yourself better of taking more like all of those things but ultimately the place we want to get to is that you just do this for you and it's got nothing to do with how you then go on and show up for someone else in your life like it, that it can just be for you yes and that's actually the next thing I wanted to ask you about is like how has your relationship with you changed by going through this process well I think I I think I had a strong advantage because I do have a great relationship with myself and I love being on my own like I think for some people their growth Mm. might be being on their own right and that's challenging to some people whereas for me the challenge was so much about what are other people going to think of me if I do this so you know we all come to it with our kind of unique things that you know to be looking at or multiple things but for me I'm so used to working with my cycle I'm used to taking time off in relation to my cycle, working less, I'm perfectly happy to just kind of potter around the house. Like I don't, I don't have that narrative going on of I should be doing something else. And, you know, when, when Paul comes home, he's like, you just hang out in bed. And it's like two o'clock on a Thursday. I'm like, yeah. Yeah. Like I'm really <laughs> not that he has a problem with it but it's just like surprising sometimes you know for him that I'm doing that um 
what was your question? I've completely forgotten why I've gone on. <laughs> no, it's all really good. I was asking how your relationship with yourself has evolved. Oh, but what has shifted and kind of and deepened for me is is that I how can I phrase it that I I'm so much more okay with whatever people are going to think. Mm-hmm. And that means that like my brain is a much nicer place to hang out because I'm not obsessing about what other people are thinking. Mm-hmm. And then that means that I can just be focused on what my vision is, whether that's for my life or whether it's for my community, my impact and legacy in the world. I can just be returning to that all of the time. So I feel like I'm more more in my life in terms of presence in my life, but also more like, what do I want? What's important to me? Like, why am I doing all of this? Mm-hmm. Um, so that's been really powerful. And as I touched on earlier, like the less I do, just the more regulated I am because I'm not, yeah, because when we're, it's interesting, it's like when we're rushing around, even if someone's thinking, oh, well, I'm not stressed, like they might be thinking that, which is great because how we think impacts like what's going on in our bodies. But if you're rushing around all day from thing to thing, then your nervous system is going to perceive that as stress. It's like, well, why are we always rushing? If we're rushing, there must be something dangerous going on. So there will be an impact of that. Um, so like just the more settled, like the the less I'm rushing around and the more just like, oh yeah, I've got time for that. Like even when we were just, I was cracking up when we were going to decide the time to do the podcast. <laughs> Because in the past, it would be like for me, well, I've got Wednesday at one or like Friday at nine. You know, what do you want to do? And then it was that (laughs) we were both like, yeah, basically whatever time you want. (laughs) Fully open and available. (laughs) What time do you feel like getting up and getting dressed? Yeah, it was just so, so different. And it's just been such a gift to give myself Mm -hmm. like there's just so so much more is available in terms of choice and possibility and of course that's on a practical level but it also impacts like on a cognitive level on my experience of being in my body all of those things it's it's like I've just done this collective lean back in Mm. all areas of my life just like kind of settling back Mm -hmm. still getting things done you know still achieving amazing things and all of that but it's it's a shift in the how which is interesting then because I haven't got stuck on that how I'm going to do it but it, it has just been uh relaxing into it yeah and I think what you just said then it's like the how does change but if you try and start with like how you are going to create your 15-hour work week with what we've called the 40-hour mindset or even what you just shared about where we are 
in our nervous system if we're doing it from a place of you know thinking we aren't super stressed but our body is still transmitting that information it's like it doesn't matter how when you apply it from the how initially you're going to keep failing and getting frustrated instead of I mean the main thing we focused on what I've been teaching you guys on is the 15-hour mindset when you do it that way it's like the how inevitably changes but it's not from I need to or I should do or this is the right way or this is it really is like led by feeling safe um feeling secure trusting yourself and um yeah feeling calm yeah and I think that's what you just touched on there is also really has been really important to me because I have had this idea particularly being neurodiverse like there's some things that I should be able to do and I should be able to do them easily and quickly like make a phone call I find making phone calls most of the time really challenging so we'll like kind of need to psych mentally psych myself up to order a takeaway over the phone like usually I would just text Mm -hmm. Paul the order so that he can make the phone call or whatever Mm -hmm. um but using the 15 hour mindset instead of the 40 hour I have just been able to like there's some things important things I know I need to do and I have just been able to think well there are some people in the world who can do this in a minute but I've just been able to go I'm going to give myself two hours mm-hmm. which and like to to love myself that much to mm-hmm. say okay there's this thing that might take someone two minutes I'm going to give myself two hours to do it just to create that amount of space mm-hmm. for whatever needs to happen so that I can have the capacity to do whatever the task is and then of course because I've like really softened and made space for all of it it does only take me a few minutes most of the time but then after that I'm like oh great I've got an hour and 55 minutes to just celebrate myself and be like oh yeah I just did that thing yeah uh so that's been really fun because I think it's I think when you start this work you don't realize what you're actually making space for Mm mm-hmm is to begin with, it's like, oh no, I'm making space for tasks. Mm-hmm. I'm making space to do things. Mm-hmm. And it really isn't. It's like, no, I'm just making space for me. And as a consequence of that, I'm going to do things. Mm-hmm. I'm still going to have a huge impact. There's going to be amazing things happening. But ultimately, I'm just making space for me. Yes. And yeah, I remember you sharing in the group, like I gave myself two hours to do this thing and it, it's, it was done in minutes. And I think that's really powerful as well for everyone listening who might think, oh, if I create a 15 hour work week, what that means is I do everything I do in, you know, half the time. Yeah. And it's like really not about that. There's going to be things that you choose to give more time to and things that you choose to give less time things to and things that you choose to eliminate completely. Yeah, because I think that's the thing. People think, well, it's 40 hours crammed into 15. Yes, it's horrible. (laughs) (laughs) It's not what we're doing. No, not at all. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Is there anything else that you want to share 
about what you've learned or any ahas or any any anything i think yeah what i would close off with is just saying like how quickly i have been able to create this Mm -hmm. and that's I mean looking back it's not surprising but it was surprising because I was thinking again with the 40 hour mindset thinking it's going to take time to do this you know the length of the mastermind it's like you know we set up for this and then it's like wait at no point has Vicky said there's this point where you'll do this and then we're gonna do this it's like oh yeah that makes sense (laughs) so it was just like it's interesting to think about I think for anyone listening to this is if you were just on some level gonna decide that it was possible for you and then play around in your brain with how quickly that also could happen and just to to be playful and curious with that mm-hmm. instead of getting into this like fixed mentality because I think kind of prior to us starting to talk about me taking part in the mastermind I was definitely getting sheets of paper and going well I have this many one-on-one clients and I do these calls and I'm generally doing these kind of podcasts as well then there's my own podcast and then there's like and I was plotting down and then I was looking at the number of hours on the paper and that's why I was just going oh yeah there's no way 15 hours is going to apply to me because look at all these hours here like that's just that's not going to happen yes so I would encourage everyone to just if you are doing that too don't do that (laughs) (laughs) it's not supposed that's not how it works (laughs) not what we're doing (laughs) Yeah, but it is. It's how we've been trained to do time. So we're joking now with like, you know, a lot of love and empathy for how we've all how we were all taught to solve for this kind of thing. But um it's not how we're gonna create this kind of change. Yeah. No, no. And what do you think about this? I had this awareness when I was in in the selling of the 15 hour work week where I realized the 15 hour work week isn't the end result, right? Yeah. It's like, it's not the result that you're all creating. It's, it is actually the, the how. So yes. what would you say is the result you created <laughs> from the how of the 15 hour work week? Mm. Just, be, just, be, just to be clear to anyone listening who doesn't understand what I'm saying. So we're leading with the result as the 15 hour work week, but that's not where your life ends. That's going to open up um possibility for different results in your life in your career and your relationships and all of that stuff so what I'm asking Maisie is if the the end result isn't the 15 hour work week what are the results you create from the 15 hour work week okay well let's so we're like seven weeks in something <laughs> so I'll talk about like where I am now and then where I, I imagine I'm gonna be we'll do another one yeah yeah so I right now I the result is I get to pick my kid up Mm. at 20 past three and take him swimming we joined a gym 
and in the past there would have been no point right because it would have been like one of those things where I'm just like always kind of struggling to find the time to take him and then in your head you're like why am I paying 80 pounds a month to you know for this membership that we know we get to use you know heaping on the judgment of that whatever whereas now I'm just like like last week I was like oh yeah you don't need to do after school club today I'm just gonna pick you up we'll go swimming mm-hmm. and like just like the look on his face that's the result is like the look on his face of like what what's going on and then also like the confusion in my romantic relationship right now <laughs> where there's like a bit of a story that I'm used to hearing of we never have time to talk right and now I'm like let me know I'm available. Want to go for a walk in the morning? Want to go for lunch? And the other week I was like, do you want to go for lunch tomorrow? And he was like, I don't have time. He needs to do, he needs to join. (laughs) But he was like, I don't have time. And then I was just like, what? Because it would have been in the past, if he'd have told me that, I'd have been like, oh good, that means I can actually go and work on my podcast or whatever. Mm. But this time I was like, okay, I'm still going to go for lunch. So I just took myself out for a posh lunch on like a Thursday lunchtime and it was amazing so there's that and then I'm just uh so much more regulated like my nervous system and we've booked a holiday so we're going to Porto in Portugal in April and we haven't had a holiday since I was six months pregnant and my kid is about to be six (laughs) So it's like six and a half years we haven't had a holiday and we're going away yeah. and that's my result. And then also I was thinking the other week Nelson was ill. He got ill and, you know, I'm not someone who kind of sweats over cancelling things if I'm not feeling well or if if someone's ill in my family like I'm all for just cancelling my day not problem but it's so much easier to do that when you only have one thing to cancel (laughs) (laughs) true so that's been really fun but then I think about the the rest of the mastermind and what will happen after it it's like oh we bought this house and I've had this story for so long of I don't have the mental capacity to make all the decisions about doing it up and sorting it out and I haven't got the time to be at home having conversations with builders and you know all of these things so when I think about what is the result that's going to be created next it's going to be oh we're going to have a nice house to live in and that's amazing because you know having a moldy bathroom for a start is awful for your health mold is so toxic and bad for neurotransmitters and all sorts of things particularly when you're neurodiverse Mm -hmm. and just like having a house that doesn't function in (laughs) in the way that you want it to and I'm so good at coaching myself out of that for it not to be a problem like I can be resourceful I can survive in any kind of environment and now it's like okay it's time to stop doing all the self-coaching on that and it's time to get things sorted and to have that have an enjoyable home 
and Mm -hmm. reduced stress there, which then, of course, means uh, life is just better. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And as you're saying that, it's like you can talk yourself out of it, but also it's like you are going to you've created the space where you'll actually get to enjoy the process instead of being under a lot of stress. If I've got to meet the lawyers now for uh, the builders now for 30 minutes between my next appointment and it's like created that space for you to do it in a in a spacious way <laughs> it's created that space to do it but yeah. that's really the right word I think of so often you know I think one of my friends is getting married and she's getting married in Turkey and she's planning the wedding while she's working and like it's just like there's a lot going on and it's like we we cram whatever we are trying to do into the little time we have even what you spoke about with your clients in the 10 minutes and it's like removing the need to ever cram like I want everyone listening to think about how your life would look if you remove the need to ever cram. I think about it now. I mean, you know, with my pregnancy and with, you know, there's always things that can happen and like the mindset around like, no, I'm not like cramming a rest because I need, I've been told I need to rest. I'm going to rest and then like work how I want to work. And if that means doing 30 minutes from bed and that's, what I managed today then that I don't have any belief that that's going to slow down my results and then guess what happens it doesn't slow down my results (laughs) yeah it's amazing I love how you've done that it's been amazing to see you really channel everything into your pregnancy Mm -hmm. um but it's something else you just touched on there oh yeah with the house I had this conversation with someone else the other day. I was talking about, you know, getting ready to start doing that kind of stuff. And they were like, oh, yeah, because it's just so stressful when you're doing that. And I was just like, I just think it's going to be really fun. I mean, I come from a family of builders. So, like, the idea of knocking down walls and things, like, isn't a big deal to, in, in my head. But it's just like, oh, no, I've got time now to look at paint charts with Paul. I've got time to look at different fixtures and fittings rather than it be like, okay, like you said, we've got half an hour to make these decisions and rushing it. Mm-hmm. And then you end up like, oh, yeah, we've created the result of sorting our house out. But actually, there's compromises, things we didn't do. And had we actually had the space to make those decisions and explore options, then it would be different. Mm-hmm. And even then, as you said, the space, it's like there's the time space and the mental space. And I think both of those together that's what I mean by like um you know your client for them to take the day off it feels like it's going to take away from everything but what it's going to create my hypothesis is of course that they're going to create like a a safer state and and actually like clearer decision making that leads to like not problem solving everything that we didn't think about later things like that yes well, thank you again for coming on. This is going to be a two-parter. I'm going to bring you on um, because the goal with this mastermind is to create and maintain the 15-hour work week in the program together instead of just like make it and then good luck to you. Um, <laughs> <coughs> so, yeah, we're going to have you on again and see how you're getting on. And just thank you for coming and sharing I think the biggest things for people to hear are like, it is uncomfortable. We might feel like other people, a lot of people when I was started selling it said like, oh, my 
father-in-law is going to think I'm lazy or this person's going to think, you know, like there's a lot of that. Um, So I love that you came on and shared it and how you got through it and navigated it and what you've created on the other side. So thank you. Tell everyone again about your work and how they can work with you and how they can find you and stay connected with you. Okay, so uh, you can buy my books, Period Power and Perimenopause Power. And I am on Instagram at underscore Maisie Hill underscore. And I have a membership called the Flow Collective where I help people to work with their cycle and to get in the flow with all areas of their life. Such a fun, just coming together in community, much like you for Time Hackers and the 15 hour work week is just so much power in coming together as a community. Yeah. Um, and I have a podcast, the Period Power Podcast. Yes, and we'll put the links in the show notes. And you could, because you, you do weekly podcasts, so people can continue with your story there um, as well. And just thank you for being here. Always You're welcome. People should definitely check out the episode that we did together. I can't remember what it was. Well, I can't remember what number it is, but it's the People of Influence series. And you came on and we had a great conversation. I'll link it in the show. We'll link it in the yeah. show notes as well. And we'll link your previous episode in the show notes. So you guys can just have a Vicky and Maisie binge because we think we're funny. (laughs) (laughs) Thank you all for listening. Um, I will link also the wait list for the 15-hour work week. It's not open right now. It won't be open for a few months, but you can get on the wait list. And in fact, actually, I'm going to ask you one last question because some people are like, I'm waiting for the 15-hour work week and they're not joining Time Hackers. Um, (laughs) sorry to laugh but (laughs) so what's your take on that uh well honestly like why would you do that to yourself like it just there's yeah I think it's this I it's a misconception that you need to be well I think it's just placing the responsibility of a container on getting your results and really like when you're in time hackers so many of these things like lay the foundation for what's to come so the sooner you get in time hackers and you start doing those things it's like you're just giving yourself this amazing runway where things are still happening before you join the 15 hour work week because for me you know I think so many of the things that have supported me in kind of being quite accelerated once I was in the 15 hour work week was coming from being in time hackers mm-hmm. and just things like it's like for me now I'm just in such a place where I'm like oh the quickest way to become someone who does these things is just to decide that I am mm-hmm. and that's really come from a lot of what we've looked at in terms of decisions in time hackers mm-hmm. so yeah you definitely want to get in there perfect okay lovely people we did get cut off at the end there um but I feel like it also was kind of at the right time so I just wanted to close off by inviting you guys to get on the wait list for the 15 hour work week and if you know you want to be creating your 15 hour work week when it opens up at the end of this year and you aren't already in Time Hackers, then you heard some of Maisie's feedback there right before we got cut off. And so I invite you to come and start changing your relationship with time today 
right now and um i hope you enjoyed this episode it is going to be a two-parter i do want you guys to be part of the experience um and the transformation that we are seeing in that room given you know we are doing something that many people think are crazy (laughs) in creating and normalizing a 15-hour work week and seeing it as how we go on to achieve more um so it's not a compromise it's not a sacrifice it's actually going to fuel faster growth and I think Maisie has shared what she shared today and been such an amazing example of that so check all the links in the show notes there's going to be quite a few today um and have a wonderful week bye loves hey if you want to get five hours a week back minimum for life then I want to invite you to join Time Hackers. It's this podcast on speed where you'll get access to time hacking tools not shared on the podcast. You'll get access to my proven process for hacking your time to get five hours back every week at least. It's also my favorite place to hang out and will be yours too as you connect with other time hackers where you'll get celebrated, supported, and coached, of course. You are a time hacker. This is where you belong. Head to vickilouise.com forward slash group. I can't wait to see you there.